What's up, everybody? Welcome back for week two, episode two of Politics on the Rocks. I'm your host, Nick, and my choice, my song choice, intro song choice was uh, Hell and You by Amigo the Devil. Um, so, yeah, we're going to get into some things. As always, we have our boy Cameron, Bookie, and Chris. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to go over some things this week. Um, we have the... It's Indian River County, correct? It's actually a city. Vero Beach City. Vero Beach City, stormwater tax, a new tax introduced. We'll get into that. Um, What else are we talking about? We got some other things. We got some GMO mosquitoes. Yeah, that's fucking weird. (laughs) That's weird. (laughs) The least genetically modified thing in the Keys, though. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Yeah, Um, Yeah, that's probably pretty close. Probably a couple more (laughs) around the world topics. Yeah. As always, we'll get into some... Some crazy things. Some stuff. <laughs> Some crazy stuff. So, uh, we're drinking. Where'd that bottle go? It's over here. There we go. Let me see that. We got Lazy River Bourbon Whiskey. That's what we're all drinking. I'm smoking mm. a... That from? Uh, Kentucky. Straight. Okay. <laughs> well, the last bourbon we... Uh, the, hey. The last bourbon we had was from Cleveland, Ohio, so that's... Was it? Yeah. Where's that horse soldier? It's not technically bourbon, is it? Good old horse soldier. <laughs> I so we'll I, I I I used to always think that too that it it mattered where it was distilled. Right. It's not. It's about like the I think process, bourbon process. bourbon is has to be fifty one percent malt. I I'm I probably have these wrong, but whiskey has okay. to be at least fifty one percent corn. Rye whiskey has to be fifty one percent rye. Bourbon I think has to be at least fifty one percent malt. Sounds good. So to it's me. not like wine where it has to be like right, like champagne has to be, you know, from champagne. <laughs> yeah, for and all that. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think yeah. that's. Uh, it could be. I don't know. That's. I, but from what I understand, it has to do with the content of it. Um, we'll find out. Yeah, somebody will let us know. It's good though. I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm just kind of getting into drinking whiskeys and stuff, and the last the last two bottles we've gotten. This is this one's good. I like this one a lot. Yeah, no, it's super good. Super good. Very tasty. Good stuff, um, man. Good stuff. I'm How smoking a, on a uh, Gurkha Cellar Reserve. Pretty good. Yeah, I'm doing I love that. this cigar. That's a good one. I'm doing the yeah. same one I did last week because it was so good. The Cameroon? Yeah, yeah the Cameroon. Yeah, you can't beat that one, going. Mm-hmm. What do you got there, Chris? The A.J. Fernandez H. Upman. Mm. Nicaragua. That's oh, one of my favorite cigars. That's, that's a good, good one, cigar. too. Courtesy of Nicholas. That's it, man. And I'm just smoking nothing but life over here. Okay. Oh, this fucking guy. <laughs> we'll pretend like you're smoking a cigar. Yeah. You want to hand me that uh, lighter? Yes, sir. I didn't light mine before we started here. How was uh everybody's uh, long weekend? <laughs> yeah, it's hey, a good long weekend. It. The long uh, weekend? Was yeah. it long? I just ate some Choco Choco chip, man. <laughs> yeah. Enjoyed it. Got a lot of sun this weekend. Yes, yeah, me too. Yes. Yeah, my face feels like lizard skin. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty gnarly. I need it though, man. Yeah, yeah, me too. Oh, I gotta yeah. be out there. I mean, you guys otherwise, were fishing this morning. Yeah, it looks like you Great. did pretty decent. Too. Yeah, a couple little tarpon on fly. It was fun stuff. That's man. fun, man. I'd like to start a petition to make three day weekends the norm. <laughs> yeah, mandatory. Didn't they do that in like Colorado or something somewhat <laughs> recently? Yeah, who knows? Uh, I don't know. Mm. Uh, we could be like I'm France and only have four day w- work weeks. 
And you only work like five hours. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> <Golly>. <laughs> nothing in my life, nothing in my body wants to be anything like France, though. So <laughs> I'll take the five-day work week, eight-hour days <laughs> over that. Yeah. All right, so let's jump into this uh, this stormwater thing, Book. I'll let you uh, take it away because I know you did a fair amount of reading on it. Yeah, I think we all did. As always. Chris included. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, just some background. So this is for the city of Euro Beach. So uh, assuming this only people in the city limits would have this tax if it fully gets approved. Um, it's a stormwater tax. So what they're trying to do is based on heavy rain, when we get that here in Florida, unlike right now, <laughs> things will not always be absorbed through the soil. So come off roofs, uh, go into streets, go off sidewalks, into ditches and canals. And then once that runs off into lagoon, it will grab along the way uh, chemicals, uh, debris, so physical debris, yeah, oil, and pesticides, just and stuff. nutrients in general that will right. kind of throw the water out of whack over time. Mm-hmm. That's correct, Chris? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and it just makes its way into, you know, uh, drainage ditches and stuff and then works uh you know eventually works its way into the lagoon right. to some extent um although you know probably most of the heavy stuff just stays in those in those ditches and just sits in the bottom right <laughs> yeah just so, a little background so uh chris although being homeless he actually has um <laughs> he actually has a degree in uh uh, geotechnical, geotechnical yes, engineering, uh, just civil engineering, civil engineering, right, yeah, geotech, yeah, yeah, and he, yeah, he works doing geotech, even though he's unemployed and homeless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's, it he's, does it on the side. Yeah, he, he'll have some good. That's how bad the job market is right now. They'll take anybody. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit! He does a good job. He just smells a little bit. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean the the obvious um, things that are gonna happen probably immediately is homeowners are going to start building impervious driveways. Uh, so they're going to you know, build driveways out of gravel, or they're going to use uh, impervious asphalt, which is... Well, explain impervious real fast. So, like, so basic materials, driveways right now. Materials that let water uh, flow through it. Okay. So not, right not now, if you have an right, asphalt yeah. driveway or a concrete driveway, you're going to get taxed for that square footage of that... Uh, that surface. That so you already covering. get taxed for that. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, under this stormwater tax, okay, you would right. be you'd be taxed for any roof area and also any impervious uh, pavement. Oh, okay. Which is you know t- uh, traditional asphalt and concrete. Okay. Okay. So anyone that has that type of uh, you know asphalt as a driveway, you're going to be taxed on that. But so that's. Basically, what's going to happen is the you know people are going to start building driveways out of material that's pervious, and uh, so that's going to be one of the effects of that of that law. Right. So this is obviously this tax. Jump back to that real fast. Is a way for the city to try to help clean up the lagoon. That's been a hot mm-hmm. topic in Florida in general, especially South Florida. Right. The past five years or so. Good topic blooms. for it to be a hot topic. I think. I mean, I think. I, it, I, I think it's a good. Yeah, yeah, it's a good fight. It's a good fight. So obviously in this discussion, we're going to try to figure out, one, is it necessary to make yep. its own tax? Right. Is it tax worth it? And how helpful would this tax be, I guess? Right. right. So my my concern immediately is, especially after this last year, I mean, local businesses have had such a hard time staying mm-hmm. 
open for one and two, you know, it's it's they've had to sustain the drastic decrease in business right. just because of the pandemic. I feel like this is, uh, you know, just another kind of stitch in the side of local businesses that have already had to deal with so much. You know what I mean? Correct. And that's actually so when they had the people draw up the tax and kind of give like, you know, this is what would happen. It's going to bring in about at full effect a little over a million dollars a year. 1.8, I think they said. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So, and two thirds of that is going to come from businesses and big private organizations, and the rest right. I'm assuming from just the houses, yeah, and right, city limits. And, and it's going to be biz, bi, you know businesses because they have the most yeah. concrete, yeah. you know, right, right like yeah, pretty much. But parking lots and shit. yeah, yeah. Lots. I mean those big like you know uh, uh, just outside. Well, I don't know if that's technically a bureau. I know Walgreens has a big distribution center here. Uh, Pretty sure that's bureau. still considered. So zero. I wonder, you know, that's the type of business that's going to get hit the hardest is those, you know, distribution facilities. It's all asphalt and yeah. uh, massive warehouse buildings and huge things square like that. footage of the roof. Yeah, yeah, but it's, but, it, it, but it's only within city limits. Correct. I think it's right. only with, they can only control what's in city limits. Yeah, so I, I think, think the Walgreens would fall outside of that. I but think yeah, but sure. still like. I mean, Walmart was within city limits, I believe, yep. at least this, the neighborhood store. But they have brought that up, obviously, right? So we'll give some credit. Obviously, we're liberty-minded, so anytime a new tax comes up, we're like, all right, you bunch of dicks. Fuck yeah, that. Yeah. Right. So shit. our mayor, to give him credit, does not want this to go through. Hmm. I think in general, but particularly in this time right now, because he has brought up the whole pandemic thing. Yeah. You know, business can't deal with it. So... As of right now, I think the discussion is if it does go through, it's going to either be at 25% or 35%. To begin with. The first then year, going to, yeah. then going full effect. Okay. So, 30, oh, oh, 35% of the proposed tax yeah. initially, and then it'll yeah. increase. Hmm. Which is nice, but you're still getting taxed. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it like, seems to be a, like a convenient way to ease things. Correct. In, you know? Yeah. It's a very yeah. convenient <laughs> way exactly. they do that. It's, yeah. Right. You don't notice it too much what, the first what, couple like, years. What is the actual numbers? Do we know them? What numbers? Like the like, I guess it's all depends on how much concrete and how much. Yeah, they right. they have like they calculation have an right? up. I'm pretty sure the estimate was 1.8 million per year of revenue would come from this. They said somewhere <clears> around a 25,000, 2,500 sorry square foot house would be like 80 dollars a year for a tax. Yeah, but like anything, so the way so I, way I looked at this and I kind of looked into it more was from a budget standpoint. So the, obviously, Vero Beach already has a budget that they divvy up things for stormwater uh, prevention and to enhance things. A lot of it does go to just upkeep currently, but they have been making uh, ways and improving things over time in the last couple of years. Um, but I'm trying to think here. The, the thing with the budget right now is because it comes from general funds currently – is something about mileage from the taxes and it becomes a lot more transparent on what they're doing with that money because general funds. Right. So once they turn it into a new tax category, one, it's its own tax so they can raise it independently from the current way they get it again, general funds, which is property taxes typically. Mm-hmm. So now that they can increase it really every year by little by little, that's just something that's going to be added more. Whereas you think about it, if it's property taxes, you raise people with property taxes, they're already going to freaking yell at you yeah and get out angry so this is kind of like 
in my view, a way to kind of hide, not hide, but kind of slip it in easy. Yeah. And then over time, it can increase. Ooh, yeah. slip it in easy. Huh? Yeah. Mm. I don't know. So that's kind of interesting. And then already, from, coming from general funds, two of our, let me try to look what, what I've written down here. Uh, it's pretty considerate of them to slip it in easy, though. Yeah. Really. I mean, obviously, right? It's <laughs> <Just> nice and <laughs> slow. <laughs> Damn, what was that? So, two, two of our... Uh, just fucking blew up driving <laughs> past your house. Holy <laughs> Christ. Two of the city... Uh, what do you call them? Engineering? What's the engineering part of the city? Uh, the uh, public works Public department? works, correct. Yeah. yeah, so public works department for engineering and for streets. Already has stormwater uh, upkeep and increase. So, like, increase the efficiency and mm-hmm. workways around to increase the benefit of the lagoon. It's already in two of our public works areas for mm-hmm. the mission and goals for our budget. Right. So it's something that we're already al- allocating money towards. Correct. Yeah, I mean, in this area, the stormwater is is one of the top concerns, you know, for uh, from an engineering standpoint, for sure. Because we're uh, pretty much every house is within, you know, five to six feet of the groundwater table. Uh, right. So it, it doesn't take much for, uh, you know, a massive storm to just flood areas but which is why so many houses are built so high around here but um yeah and i just think one of the main uh things that i think of with like one of these blanket taxes is that you know everybody they're doing this on a square footage basis and i I don't think that necessarily corresponds to uh impact on the lagoon which is what they're using as their um, you know, emphasis for why this tax is necessary. Uh, you know, there's plenty of people in Vero who live on on large acreage properties that that have their own retention ponds uh, that handle stormwater uh, drainage, and so it's you know it's not fair for people who are required to have uh, retention areas on their property to deal with the stormwater to also have to pay right for they've paid this for tax that. on top of it right. Uh, Whenever you know they're not contributing much to that, uh, the lagoon effect that they're using as a reasoning, yeah, for tax, right? Yeah, well, c- well, you guys aren't in, you guys aren't in city limits, right? Yeah, that's that's the thing too. Is like yeah, most yeah. of those people probably aren't going to get affected by the tax because that's true. People who yeah. have, I mean, I know your your point is valid for sure, mm-hmm. but I mean, if and if you're in that situation, but most of the people are going to be the people closest probably to the river. Would and make probably sense. within city limits, which is right. yeah, where the uh, much like largest effects is happening. Right, and, and, and I know that most they, of those the people living right on the river, like they're you know close quarters, and so there's nowhere to put that stormwater, so they're right. draining straight out. And to I, the road I know they have the, like certain regulations, like when they can do like fertilizer and stuff. They can't, mm-hmm. you know, they have like a certain times of the year. Have, yep. Excuse me. Yeah. Exactly. And things like of that na- of that nature, you know, where they where they kind of already have done some regulatory stuff on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then also talking earlier before we started the podcast, Chris, you talk about how most big uh, establishments around here, especially in city limits, they are already required, correct, to make it retention ponds, depending on how big their lot um, is. Yeah, well, that's for um, you know, and I guess this only applies for stuff uh, east of. Uh, 66 because that would be in within city limits mm. um, <clears throat> and there are you know properties in that area where it, they they do that sort of thing where you know if your property's 
I, I wish I had the, the numbers in front of me, but if your property is a certain acreage, your, um, you know, people will use the fill from a retention pond to build their house pad, uh, as long as the fill's suitable to do that. And, uh, there's, you know, regulations for how, uh, much retention you're supposed to have on your property and things like that. So, uh, you know, they're upfront whenever they're building a house, they're, they're paying for the cost of, uh, you know, creating retention on their property. Right. So, you right. know, it's, it's like a hidden tax. It What's just seems like people, uh, people who go through the trouble to do something like that. It seems like they're, you know, they're Should not, have some they're not doing much of an in- impact on, yeah. on the stormwater. Right. And then just in general too, I mean, grow up here my whole life. Most, so obviously there's a couple things you can do for stormwater. You'd probably know it's better than me, but it's like what dry retention, wet retention. Mm-hmm. A lot of properties around here have swales, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, Cameron yeah. has a swale right there. Yeah. If I'm correct. Yeah. Yep. And then, uh, <clears throat> yeah, uh, they... baffle boxes. Mm-hmm. I think are one. I think the city only has about one. I think maybe one or two. Yeah, I'm not sure about but, that. But but I mean, there's like swales almost on every lot. Mm-hmm. I would say at least eighty percent, and right. then there's a good amount of wet retention and dry retention around. So it's yeah, not that's like retention in itself, right? I mean, yeah. it's not leaving, you know, the whole idea is to keep it on your property to let it. Yeah, and those swales aren't, um, they're not like, you know, diverting drainage to somewhere else. For the most part, they're just diverting the drainage that would be flooding your lot into a lower elevation area so that it can sit there and infiltrate into the soil. Um, instead of sitting in your lawn and infiltrating into the soil, right? It so just that's moves the it. point of that. It's not. It's not like that stormwater is being diverted into like the you know massive ten foot ditch across the road right. over here. Um, I'm sure. Although I'm sure that's the case in some areas. Yeah, I'm sure some people have mm-hmm. done some stuff for that. But it would, I think it's safe to say that in general, the city for how fast you know quote unquote fast it's grown. I think has done a pretty good job with keeping things, you know, to the best they could mm-hmm. with the minimal amount of impact on people's liberty, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, so, we have a pretty, yeah. pretty so, I mean, good area in regards to I that. don't know. So it's just hard with this tax to, to kind of figure out what drastic, drastically is going to change. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think already, based on the budget, they take 600, 600 to 700,000 out for stormwater. So if we're going to like, I think it's one point two maybe, or like maybe one point eight. It's not like a humongous. I mean, it's obviously still a big jump, but like, yeah. I mean, that's like what but a million for an entire city. That's really like you said. It's not like yeah, yeah. That's crazy like expensive. You know, you can is it probably worth adding on this new tax? Redo a right. few roads, yeah, with the you know better drainage <laughs> facilities, but Correct. per year, um, yeah. No, it it would take a while to actually you know see some effects of that uh that funding i feel like um so uh, yeah i don't know it will we'll see how it plays out i i tried to look into some studies of some of these uh rain taxes that uh are popping up around the country they've been i think it started in washington state um was the first state to implement this uh and when i lived in maryland it was actually one of the first states to implement it i think they might have been the second behind washington uh, but yeah the um 
it's you know that's what it is it's essentially a rain tax you're taxed for the amount of rain that falls on your on your house are you saying <laughs> the which more is, which is bizarre because how the fuck <laughs> like yeah. you have no control over that <laughs> are you saying the more money you give government to fix things fix <laughs> things don't get done <laughs> right well it, it also Did you just speak yoda i think so. things don't get done yeah <laughs> <laughs> no so i i just want to understand what you said earlier clearly but it's like the way they're implementing this tax when it comes in it's not like publicly disclosed how they use it is that what you said i think it has to be publicly disclosed okay mm-hmm. but there's there's some the there's a quote i might have it here but there's a quote by the mayor where he does not like this right mainly because the what he wants the city council to find intuitive ways to do this without taxing the people. without adding a new tax because yeah. because it's, it's a separate tax correct and, and it's so this can be less be, transparent he didn't go they on they don't to need why. to justify the whole general fund why why they need the extra money they just need to uh, take this one tax and like, justify some sort of you know increase and more likely do that little by little every year without actually which I'm not sure how it works. I'm I'm guessing they like vote on the general fund. Uh, I would assume every year. So yeah. So that's something that you know is probably a big deal, and they have to vote on that every year. And then you're so you're creating a whole separate tax where they can just kind of you know do it with it as they please compared to uh, what you have in a, a big general fund that everyone's paying attention to. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I see what you mean. It's an entirely separate deal so like you said they can kind of adjust it and do whatever you want with it so we'll still see what's going on but again what's your average person looking at what's going on out even within the general fund you know Mm -hmm. yeah so it's just another layer people have to kind of look into to find out what's going on yeah which may be more of what he was trying to say too along with chris said that seems like a reasonable argument against it i think yeah yeah i'd be interested to see um from you know just the public's standpoint whether they would be in favor of this because i i mean i i haven't personally haven't heard anybody that i know talk about this right? i would assume businesses I mean, hate it well you would they're think, gonna get right? hit hard yeah yeah they're, yeah they're gonna hit the hardest and the, yeah. within city limits and i mean the going back to you know the obvious solutions with the the pervious materials for pavements and stuff um the the reality of that is those materials are not as durable as asphalt and concrete. Like your pervious asphalt is not as durable as a impervious right. asphalt. Right. Because it has all sorts of voids through it, and so yeah. It's, and I'd it's, be interested to see what. And there's plenty of studies for that. Uh, you know, asphalt versus pervious asphalt. Some areas they've decided that it's worth it and they can, you know, repair it every 10 years or so. Right. Um, I know up north they have some serious problems with it because snow plows just, like, tear this stuff up. Yeah. Like, just rip it right I off. I see that. And you, so. you wonder, too, like, so say a company – say it does persuade a company to not use asphalt or whatever, right? Mm. And so then it does take on water and so leads to less water being – run off into the lagoon right and so so right away it it, mm, is a positive effect on the lagoon right that's kind of the idea of the tax but like you like you said a lot of situations people aren't going to do that because 
probably over overall, it's going to cost them more money to continue changing things and re- repairing the right. Imprint, yeah. You know, like you said, mm-hmm. you know, so so how does it how does it really affect the lagoon? You know, mm-hmm. as somebody who spends a lot of time in the lagoon, like like a lot more than probably most people. You know, mm-hmm. I love being out there. I love fishing. That's that's my thing. You know, yep. so like how 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 do they take this money? And make a real difference in the, the lagoon, you know. Yeah, that's my question too. Is like, what are they see planning a plan on using of it the actual for? use right, yeah. of the money? Yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting to see that. Yeah. yeah, and I think I think they do, and I think it involves baffle boxes. Okay. <laughs> I think <laughs> they're gonna build a shit ton of baffle boxes. Yeah, so explain. Explain. I what don't know that a is. lot about those, honestly. Yeah, so I, I just I know this is <laughs> what that video we kind of watched. So it's this like sequence that water will go through where it has certain stages and each stage needs a certain amount of water for the water to fill over into. Mm-hmm. So the idea is the water will sit in one stage sediment and par- uh, particles will, s- will fall to the bottom, to yeah. the bottom, the physical things that will float will obviously still like, stay floated. So the baffle boxes will have catchers on top. So when the water rises and it moves over physical things get caught, Oh yeah! Wow, I have a picture up here. This is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they are really interesting. It's like a natural filtration. Yeah, device, yeah. Pretty much. And they've made, uh, I guess, improvements within however many decades that now it can get like chemicals out, hmm. sort of. Um, so I, I would assume that's like their big thing to work on. But I was digging through a little bit too of the city because obviously stormwater's been a thing for a while now. In 2018, they put out a summary for their stormwater. Let's see here, some data <laughs> and give us the numbers at that time in 2018 34 percent of the city urban area has some form of stormwater treatment they didn't go into to detail what that was either it's like a swale or some type of holding area for the water but 34 percent of the city it would take 2.3 million dollars to bring city to 53 percent uh stormwater treatment and another 1.1 million to 64 percent so that's what a little over Three point four million, mm-hmm. and then it said that thirty six percent of the city is either low priority, or it would have negligible effect if they did stormwater treatment to the areas. Yeah. Hmm. So that's their own, their own study. Yeah, whoever did that, you know, stating that it would take three point four million to at least get sixty four percent of the city to have some type of treatment, and still even at that point, they seem negligible effects to the well no they were just 30 once you get to 64 percent of the city having treatment so based on that in three years of having this tax we could have everything up to par and then we'd have we could just uh do away with the tax right based on that yeah right (laughs) yeah you know that's not are they gonna that's not how it works works. (laughs) we'll be a revolving tax i'll turn on every three don't move the goalpost and find a new a new uh you know justification to and there's a Again, stormwater has been a thing for a while now. So the state level has gone on to it, too, where they've put out their own, uh, you know, people have made numbers that cities have to meet by certain years. Mm-hmm. And I believe Euro Beach has met the 2025 already for certain uh, chemical levels within their area of the lagoon. And we're already on a way to make for the 2030 levels, too. So we're, we're not, like, slacking in a sense. Obviously, we're not saying that the lagoon is pristine and beautiful, Definitely not. To what it could be. <laughs> but it's not like we're, you know, holding down the ball. We're not like... Right. We're not one of the counties or cities that are really... Correct. You know... So, again, it comes back to this whole discussion of, like, all right, great. We I think everybody wants to see the lagoon get cleaner. 
you know, it's an unfortunate circumstance of a growing society that's close to the water. But is this new tax really going to benefit us? Yeah. One of my main concerns is just like the last of these few big businesses that exist in Indian River County just like leaving. Because what's it to them to just move over to Brevard County? And, Mm -hmm. you know, because I mean, I guess they could just leave the city of Vero Beach, but, you know, they've been. I feel like a lot of these big cities have been run out of uh, of the county in the past few years, and or these big uh, businesses have been run out of the county, and uh, you know they just see the they see it coming, and it when something like this goes through, it just signals to them, hey, you should it's probably just get out of here. Yeah, right. it's time <laughs> to start point. thinking about moving. So something that I'm thinking too, you know, is like you know, obviously, I just said this a second ago, but whether or not. It really has an effect, right, on the actual lagoon. And also, like, something that, you know, I think about a lot, and I've heard this in several different uh, forms and formats and talking to different people, talking to guys that fish, things like that, you know, just from a very, like, practical, is, like, one of the biggest issues that doesn't get talked about for the lagoon is manatees, Okay. Mm -hmm. And like so, kill them all, please. <laughs> so 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 no, we we protect them, right? And they, and like oh, you know, we have all these manatee zones, and they're super protected. But like a, a manatee can eat like 150 pounds of grass a day, mm. right? Open and season like, on manatees. Yeah, no. So like, I mean, honestly though, so this is this is a real issue. Like, we gonna start want, hunting manatees? Yeah, I mean, I'm not against it. I'm just honestly, yeah. like, I mean, you talk about like things like grass. And do they really d- just destroy river Because what that does is, I mean, the grass holds exactly. the soils and right. holds all that stuff for sure to the bottom. Right. And so when that stuff gets ripped up, that's that just creates like erosion, yeah. uh, like you wouldn't believe. Exactly. So what you just have is you mm. just have like sand, right? And then, like, they just, yeah, so you just have floating, floating debris and all this stuff. Yeah. And so, like, places where, uh, and I, I've talked to plenty of my buddies, you know, who've been fishing in the river for, for longer than I have, you know, right? And, like, there's places that used to just have tons of grass, right? And now mm. the grass is just gone. And, yeah. and mostly we blame it on this type of thing, like phosphates and thing, fertilizers that go into the river, kill the grass. Mm. But, like, no one ever talks about the fact that, like, manatees, manatees are eating the fuck out of it. Exactly. Yeah. Right, right, right. And, and you, know, mm-hmm. there's argu- you know, there's arguments whether or not the, the manatees are really native. or if they can I do them. see them a lot. Like, whenever yeah. I go out to the river, I feel like I see one every time I go well, out. They, to they just got taken off the endangered species list, if I'm not really? mistaken. Like, well, well I, when I say just, I mean within the last two right. or three years. Wait, so <laughs> there's, there's plenty of them. Right. And, they're, and, and if they can't, so they're actually having a problem and. In like, uh, I don't know if it's necessarily in the, in the river lagoon or mosquito lagoon or whatever, where like manatees are actually dying. They're dying, right? Because they don't have enough. They don't grass. have anything to eat. Oh wow! So you see, you actually you'll see manatees dead, and you'll see them in like wow. really weird places. Like, what is a manatee doing back here? Trying to find food. He's trying to find something to eat. Yeah. Wow. You know, because he's there's oh, nothing else to eat. So we've almost created this. Like a, a a situation where they suffer. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so we said, okay, we have to protect the manatees, right? Just so, so they we, can starve to death. Exactly. <laughs> no, that's a real thing. That's I know, actually happening. So it's like, sad. it's so when, wild. That's yeah. Wild. So when the government says, oh, we we, we want to put the the lagoon on like the forefront of like the things we want to take care of, which 
you know, I obviously appreciate that, right? Mm-hmm. But are we doing? Are you know what I'm saying? Are we are we doing it the, the right way? Are, are we, we looking at like it? really like the right issue? And the manatee is a huge issue right. because we made them, we protected them. They're not. So I I don't I don't want to be quoted on this, but I've heard that they're not technically native. They're actually from India. Now don't quote me on that. Now, you guys mm-hmm. can look that up for yourself. I'm taking that as pure fact. Yeah. yeah. So so Cameron, <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm going mean, to need you to publicly make a stance. Do you want to start killing manatees? Uh, I mean, yes or no? Yes or yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But I mean, honestly, so I I'm just I just I'm just curious whether or not like that's the main issue. Yeah. Like manatees. I think are definitely an issue. You think it's you think I, it's I, I more think it's than this I've, runoff. I've, I've, ta- I've talked to people. I've I had our other podcast. There's a podcast that I uh, shout out to Taylor Trash Fly Fishing. Um, they're a podcast I listen to, and they've talked about that several times. I've had other people talk to me about it, uh, and I I, I, I I this is hearsay, but I've he- I've heard something with it to the nature of that the fact that like. They've actually like done experiments like um, closer to like uh, like where NASA is and like Cape Canaveral, where they have like moved because there's actually no b- no motor zones and right in areas like that where they where they'll put fences. You can't go there, right? And they've extended these fences, and now there's grass there, and it's not it, and it's be, literally because the manatees can't get to them, right? right? Yeah. And so when they move these fences back, the grass grows. And it's simply because the manatee can't eat. Can't get in there, yeah. Right, yeah. And, and, uh, and yeah, so so I think if we had a way to restore grass, right, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Uh, that would be huge because yeah. grass is that, like a I mean, erosion is a, is a huge problem, especially for the, the Indian River waterway because it's a waterway where the currents are flowing pretty quickly, right. and they're also switching directions. Um like throughout the with the tides, right? And so, right. that's like a situation where you're not just getting like one way erosion; you're getting erosion yeah. in the other direction too. And so it's like you know, it's like you can imagine just like I don't know, like if you run your you know run your hand through a, some sand underwater in one direction, it's gonna create some sort of erosion. But then once you go the other way, it's, you're like doing a whole whole different yeah uh, yeah it's, right. So it amplifies the effects mm. of it. So what you're saying is this: the lagoon issue is more than one factor to it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> Whoa, that's crazy. It's, 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 oh. for sure. it's a complicated ecosystem. Yeah, for sure. Who yeah. knows? Yeah, and then when Who you build thought? houses, I mean, we all know we all know how important the mangroves are for erosion purposes. You know, that's like something that's been definitely. harped on for so long at right. this point. And that's you know something I definitely agree with that you know all the the, the riverbanks need to have some sort of vegetation to hold it in place because you know if these boats come flying through yeah and they're just like right. the road the jungle trail is like you know like a foot elevation above the river if that yeah <laughs> yeah and, so, and it's like, like three it would, feet from the river <laughs> it would not yeah. take long we all saw it the northern or not the northern part but uh, the southern half of the jungle trail uh, where they just redid the the seawall there they used a uh, riprap uh rock yeah but um before they did that like they like it was just coming in and eating the road away the road was like literally like just getting drawn into the river at that point right <clears throat> so yeah it's it's definitely complicated yeah, uh, it's complicated. I, I just, I just wonder. If no, that's a good point, Cam. About that issue, you know, because I mean, it's yeah, true. I hadn't even thought about that, yeah, the same manatees. here. Um, 
Well, that's, that's what I'm here for. That's a great point. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what you bring to the, <laughs> the, the yeah. top of the discussion. Yeah. So hey. next Tuesday, we're going to go to the uh, city meeting and ask for a permits for manatees. Yeah, just Manatee open season. Fuck a permit. Hey, yeah. I, I've, heard, yeah. I've heard that it's delicious. I mean... I feel like that's something that they're like trying. To, they they would try to avoid that, you know, letting people hunt manatees because they're just so like beloved around here for whatever you know, reason. I, I do not know why. Everyone's got manatee mailboxes. You know about those? Yeah, kids. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you got one? Yeah. I, I haven't even. No, heard of that. he's just, just referring to my. Uh, oh he, my yeah, you fucking fed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, it's just the, to disclose that the, yeah. <laughs> the stupidest animal uh, ever, too. Hey, at least he has a job, Chris, <laughs> <laughs> and a beautiful home. No, I yeah. just think that there's more to it. Oh, right? for sure. There's more to it. I think that, that I think the manatee is an issue. Yeah. It doesn't get talked about because, like you said, Chris, there's, there's colorful manatees all around town. Everybody right? wants to snuggle manatees. Literally, I painted manatees and put them everywhere. Yeah, right? it's and like uh, Disney with the with the stuffed bears and yeah. stuff. You know, we have so just cute. we have yeah. a manatee and the alligators until they yeah. until <laughs> they come into your town and eat your dog but, yeah. or your child. <laughs> and and you know. The other thing, the other thing to, to, the only people who really see what I see is people who do what I do, mm. right? People who are fishing. Right. If you're driving your, you're not paying attention. Forty-five to the grass. foot yacht boat, whatever, right. and you're just you're not paying attention. You're to the not looking at whether or not there's the grass river. on the bottom of the. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But I am because right. I'm looking for Fish. redfish and snook and and mm. like that's where they live, but there literally is none. Yeah. Like, that where there should habitat. be grass, there's not grass. Yeah. Right? And, you know, and, and I've seen manatees eating grass, and I've also seen them in places like lately that say, like, why why are you here? Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, what are you doing here? Like, right. why are you in this weird canal? Mm-hmm. You know? Because uh, they're literally looking for a place to eat. Yeah. yeah. You know? There's nothing for oh, them. You see them, like... Their heads out of the heads out of the water, doing like really strange things, you know. Like <laughs> yeah, it's like Nick said, you know, it's a, a situation where by protecting them, we end up causing them to suffer, you know. Yeah, right, right. Now they're starving to death. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm all for just smoking them with props. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, props. I mean, you would think yeah, they would like it. Props I thought you were going to say like a forty-five seventy or something, yeah. or that. I mean, <laughs> whatever, or that, I uh, whatever gets I, the job done. I feel like a boat prop's a little, probably a little bit easier. I thought you were just blast say, through the manatee zones, little and lever the, action manatee hunting, yeah. you know? lacerations everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. thought you were going to say a little messy smoke them on a for tiger. me. Yeah. Oh, I feel comfortable with that. They're very fatty. Oh. They might be pretty good on the smoker. Oh, they slow cook. I don't know. Four hundred. They would. Do you guys remember seeing this is going back when they like first came off the endangered species list? I don't know if it's a joke. It did not look like a joke, but there was this Facebook page that popped up where they were doing manatee hunts in like Dade Cat like down in South Florida. That doesn't <laughs> surprise me at all. If you I, I I couldn't find any information if it was real or not, but this page looked very real. <laughs> and you could book these guides manatee. to go and kill manatees. It was, I mean, uh, yeah. The true heroes of the story. Yeah. <laughs> the true hero. Yeah, I don't know, man. Manatees do some wild stuff. The heroes we didn't them. think we needed. <laughs> but we deserve. The ones out there doing the dirty work on manatees. The sea cow. Yeah. No. The the big thing right now in South Florida is uh, iguana hunting. Yeah. Because yeah. those are just all over they're the invasive. place down there and they're it's invasive. Like yeah. Bro. yeah. Oh, give it a give it uh, another year soon. or two, yeah. I mean 
Should we've be already the, seen uh, them, right? We have the uh, African lizards. I'm not sure what they're actually called. They're the uh, one with the orange, orange and black stripes. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, they Those call them African American lizards. <laughs> no, <laughs> we haven't given them that designation yet. They're still considered invasive. <laughs> yeah. Nice, but um, <laughs> just to circle back. So stormwater tax, more than likely going to be implemented. It looks like it's going to be Im- implemented at a lower rate for the first year maybe 25 or 35%, and then after the first year, it goes into full effect. Um, again, they're just for the people in the city limits, businesses as well. It's going to rake in around 1.2 to $1.8 million per year. Business will, businesses will take two-thirds of the blunt of that uh, mm. check, check a Rooney. Um, and, yeah, I think that's definitely going to be the biggest impact. Yeah. It's going to be businesses getting shafted by this they're gonna move out of town yeah at, at the be- at best case scenario they're gonna move out of the city limits worst case they're gonna move to a totally different county yeah right so so i mean obviously we all i would say want the lagoon to be a better place i mean me personally i just think this is a complete wrong way to go about it it seems yeah. based on the city's own information they've been doing a pretty good job with the resources they have mm-hmm. Obviously, nothing can be as fast as we want it to be. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know. Especially with science. Yeah. I would always like to see the city work within its own funds it has currently. Yeah. Even if we can take that down a notch here and there, mm-hmm. obviously. But so, I want to know what the, what the state, you know, I, I know that I know we're talking a city level tax here, but I want to know what the state is doing with the sugar Yeah, in, you know, Okeechobee, in the right. southern area of Okeechobee. Because I know that's, like, one of the biggest issues with why our lagoons are so dirty across the state. Is it, like, cane sugar? Yeah, the sugar cane. Because that's just more stormwater runoff they get from their plants that goes in Okeechobee, and then once that overfills, they dump it into east and west. Well, that, and they've dammed up the entire southern border of the um, Lake Okeechobee so these sugar cane companies can have their sugar cane there. Yeah. And... What that does is it prevents Lake Okeechobee draining naturally as it would through the Everglades. Right. And instead, it goes out of what? I think three canals. All yeah. that water goes out of three canals and ends up yeah. in Tampa, I believe. Or, or, well, Bra- or Port St. Uh, Lucie is one of them. Port St. Lucie. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. two There's two on the East Coast. And then there's uh, – I, th- I think it's Naples maybe. Maybe, yeah. Sounds about right. Exactly but um, that's what all that red tide is from, right? It's right. all the pesticides and fertilizers right. that yeah. run off from the sugar cane. It's just a big surge of – And then really, it gets dumped out into the lagoons. Yeah, it's really just like a – you know, you're messing with the, the way the natural ecosystem developed itself to filter these things yep. through. But, uh, I mean, honestly, even with the natural filtration system, you know, it's not – it wasn't – it didn't build itself during the time when there was, you know, runoff from sugarcane plantations, you know. So it like, but back in the day, it was like, yeah, the the water would run through the Everglades, and it was like a filtration system. Right. But with all these things on the lake, that creates a situation where you're you're risking polluting the whole Everglades with the runoff from these. Uh, plantation. Right, it's like, do you pollute the lagoons on the coast, or, or do you, do you just, send you it just out to dump it all into the Everglades? Yeah. You kill the pythons in the Everglades. <laughs> yeah, with that that'd water. be nice. Well, so, so Imagine if they did let it run off. With you have sugar some, water. like, fucking jacked up alligators all fucking <laughs> fertilized and pesticided up. 
<laughs> so so some, there's something to be said about that, right? Because because we want to just uh, like attack like the sugar companies, right? And say like, right. okay, like you know whatever. I don't, I don't know what we want to do. We want to like blow up the sugar companies and like <laughs> steal all their money all or whatever. Favor? But like, <laughs> but like a lot of that has to do with. Uh, well, obviously, the sugar companies have, like, lobbyists, right? And so, like, they're not going anywhere, right? Because our right. government's so yeah. huge that if enough money's thrown out an issue, it's going to go away. Exactly. Yeah. And, and the other issue is it's really the government itself in the sense that, like, the Army Corps of Engineers set it up the way it is, right? So we want to blame the sugar companies and the private companies and saying, you guys did it wrong, but we let them do it that way. Yeah, for sure. And then we set it up the way it is. Yeah. And the way it is is garbage. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, so we, the Army so, Corps of Engineers never did anything right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, ex- yeah. So, so it's it's you know we want to say you can't well, criticize the military. We want to say we want to say the, sh- the sh- yeah. sugar company. <laughs> no. It's all the sugar company's fault, but not necessarily, right? Right. I mean, because yeah, we've allowed that to happen exactly. and continue to happen. Exactly. Yeah. We said, okay, well, you know, yeah, we'll set it up this way, and so now we have this issue, but. And we blame oh, and, and and the government wants to say oh, it's sugar companies, whatever you know. They want to blame them. Yeah, but at the same time, they exactly. are on their side. This is the way we set battle. it up. Yeah. We set it up to work this way. Yeah, you can't give a, a fat kid half a chocolate cake and expect them not to eat it. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. That's exactly what he's, I do. He's gonna I mean, find the other that's half. That's exactly what happened. Eventually, gonna say yeah. expect them not to look for the other half. Yeah. So yeah, so that that's another thing to be said about yeah. that. I mean, you want to say you know, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of companies like Bull Sugar and things like that, but this is the way we set it up. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, <clears throat> should it be fixed? I think so because it's garbage. You know, I mean, <laughs> Port St. Lucie turns green every couple of years. I know. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, that's, it's a huge. That's fish not kill. normal. Yeah. The, the algae <laughs> but, blooms. But, yeah, which we didn't have last year, which is kind of interesting. It's it's good to see. I mean, it's good yeah. that we didn't, obviously. I, but I wonder what yeah. what did we do differently? We all stayed inside and locked yeah. ourselves in our house. Fucking maybe we. Uh, yeah, right. but I mean, I like do you we think that ate more sugar? You know. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I wonder what <laughs> I don't, I don't exactly know. changed because we yeah. all still had to eat. We maybe all still a coincidence. I don't know, but I do know that I think it was DeSantis signed something with either the sugar companies or Daddy D. Yeah. And so obviously this is not like factual or anything. It's off the top of my head, but I don't know if he taxed them or what. But he did something with it. But I, don't, I think that was before last year or after I mean, last he year. Did, he did. He did like assign quite a bit of money to like Everglades restoration and stuff like that. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if they're milling, making big baffle boxes that. out there. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> baffle boxes. <laughs> That's the answer. Just see baffle boxes. Well, I remember reading something too boxes. that they were they were um, shutting down some of those dams uh, yeah. in Lake Okeechobee, right? Yeah, that's they were going to let we more. We have to look into. I mean, that's not that's not something yeah. that we obviously we'll looked into. Looked today. into, right? Pin but, that uh, one for another topic. Yeah, but I, I mean, I'm just, just baffled at how many just, baffle boxes are going <laughs> in here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I'm all down for that. I just think that there's probably some other issues that need to be talked about too. You know, and and, and then. Yo, the lady who came into the council meeting and did her whole presentation, she never mentioned manatees. She never mentioned mm-hmm. literally giant cows that just <laughs> swim around. That graze the ocean. Yeah. yeah, like, I mean, that's not something that she mentioned. You know? That, you know, just the fact that they're sea cows, it kind of lends credibility to the fact that they're probably from India. <laughs> <laughs> 
can't yeah. touch him. Sound logic. Sound logic. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we just proved it. Sounds yeah. about right. There's a lot of them, bro. There's a lot of them. Yeah. You know, they're everywhere. And, uh, yeah, I mean, how much is 150 pounds of grass? That's a lot of grass. That's tough. Oh, yeah. And they can eat that in how fast, you said? A day. What? Yeah, yeah they eat, a like, lot. a certain percentage of their body weight a day. Yeah. Right. Well, it's yeah. not, it's so not a like... A manatee is not going to eat that. Maybe. It's not, yeah, like, 20%, course. but it's, you know... Maybe but you're saying a full-grown manatee can eat that. Eat, yeah. Yeah. They're trying to keep that physique thick on a vegetarian diet, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, you got to eat up. It's not easy. So they forage about seven hours a day, eating about 7 to 15 pen- seven to 15% of their body weight. Damn. This it sounds a lot be, like me, if I'm going to be honest with you. They weigh like over 1,000 pounds. pounds of food yeah. a day for the average 1,000-pound manatee. Wow, that's a big manatee. But I think that's... Probably average. average. Yeah. 1,000-pound yeah. manatee? I could see that being Hold pretty down. average. Yeah, yeah the ones at Disney World are, are like 1,600 yeah. pounds. Yeah. They got their weight up there on the chalkboard. They're yeah. eating 20% a day. Look yeah. I mean, I'm never trying to lift one up. And stuff. Yeah. That iceberg lettuce. Romaine lettuce. <laughs> yeah. I Mostly mean, romaine. It's one of those things, like bro, where it's like much. this thing is super cute. You know? They're cute. They're, like, friendly. But we need to kill the fuck out of them. If they taste good, then. I don't see why not. Yeah. I bet well, it's like I uh, wouldn't kill them just to kill them, but you know if they taste good. Yeah, I might kill them just to kill them. Yeah. Well, that's like uh, uh Well, it's like one of those things where, like, how do you do that? You hunt manatees. It's like it's like Harpoons. clubbing seals. You know what I'm saying? Oh it's like God. it's like a, like a like a. Hey, Bill, very... save the grass. Let's not get to a controversial topic about clubbing seals, please. <laughs> I think Canadians should have their let's own. Stick, let's stick to murdering manatees. All right, wait, wait, wait. Let's, I know we have... let's do this. All in favor of clubbing seals, raise your hand. Oh okay. yeah. I'm glad this thing's not recorded. I know, that's why uh, I said On that. video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what you couldn't see is all four of us with our hands in the air. <laughs> not me. I think you yeah. have two hands. You know the, you know the I got no problem with seals, okay? Yes. Yeah. Manatees, different story. Yeah. Cam will be the first out there. Except with <laughs> not a club. He'll have a baseball bat. Oh, man. Perhaps oh. a hatchet. Dude, I'm just going to say right now, I, you guys probably haven't snuck up on a manatee. But if you sneak up on a manatee, it's... Scary? It's... Terrifying. If you're on a paddleboard or anything, sure. <laughs> oh, I remember being like a kid at the uh, the tide pool by mm-hmm. the at the inlet, and they kind of just mosey in there. And if yeah. you're you know unsuspecting, I've stepped on the tail of one of them things, and yeah, it's it's a little. If you're not expecting it, it can be a little freaky. Do they just you step on this like that thing? slimy? No, no. So that's tail. not what I'm talking about, bro. Okay, so the first time this happened to me, I was fishing with my buddy, and. uh and we're, like, fly fishing, so we're pulling the boat, right? Yeah. So we're quiet. There's no noise. And he, like, <laughs> I remember my buddy Andrew, he, like, stepped down, and uh, he's, like, uh, he's like, all right, this is about to happen. I'm, like, what's about to happen? He's, like, we're about to scare this manatee. I'm, like, what do you mean? You're, like, I wasn't, you know, I was kind of new to the thing. And he's, like, yeah, just wait. And this manatee lost its mind. <laughs> like just when a manatee, I mean, when a hundred pound animal loses its mind, it's it's terrifying. Pounds. Yeah. Like I mean, they. But when a thousand, <laughs> two hundred pound animal loses. Oh, mind. dude. Yeah. I mean, we scared this thing. I mean, and I've done it. I've done it since, obviously, right? Because you don't always really see them, and you're pulling a boat, yeah. so you're almost completely silent. And you get up on next to a manatee. I mean, there's water that goes 50 feet in the air because they they flap. Oh right! Oh yeah, they, yeah. yeah, and then they take off, and then the, the sure whole. if you get hit with that tail, uh, 
that's gonna be a fun things ride. like a big fucking rudder, man. Yeah, it, yeah. So, I mean, so hunting them could present like you should. Pretty you should fun. have to hunt them with a spear. <laughs> yeah, that would be. Oh, with a knife, ass. you have to jump on top. Yeah, of them. yeah, it'd be a real fun activity. Real it could, physical it, it activity. could be fun. Spear yeah. hunting manatee would be legit. I, I'd Dude, be for that. <laughs> you would need like the um, I can't remember what oh, power pole, power heads. <laughs> it's like it's like what you would shoot a shark with. Yeah. Oh, jeez. They have like a you know like a project know, not a projectile used, but like a, to, like a bank stick almost. Oh, okay. yeah. to spear those whales back in the day. You know, pretty sure they're gotta be a man about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that must have been gnarly hunting whales from like canoes with sticks. I did, I did it in a game once. It was pretty intense. So I'm pretty sure I got the full effect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Man. Sign me up for the real thing. Fuck a game. Yeah, we got. Speaking of Big that, we, need, we should uh, sign up for uh, Gator Tags, dude. I don't know the first thing about that. I kind of know a little bit, but I don't know the first. I thing know about some it, people but. who know about it, so we should sign up, and then I'd have them. You know, take yeah, guide us. My buddy, uh, my buddy Gary does that stuff. It's yeah, Gary, that's right, Gary. Yeah, does, Gary yeah. did. That's some crazy people hunting gators. Dude, I love Gary. Is like, I don't know him that well, but he's like the most like Florida man, dude. Not, <laughs> not in that sense yeah. though. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he is just in the, like in the true sense. Yeah, he's just yeah. like all about Florida. Like native Florida lifestyle. Like he yep. can he can get around. Like he can survive. Like dude, you should see some of the shit he makes out of like <laughs> yeah, hand carved like That's hand carved dude. wood. Yeah, he yeah. leather wood. Like he makes some really pretty stuff. Yeah. From what I hear, uh, and he makes some hunting. badass kettle corn. Yeah. Uh, gator hunting is basically you know you're wandering around, shining a light looking for him, and it's like really slow and yeah. quiet. Yeah. And then once you like get him next to your boat and you're like you know yeah. ready to kill him like it's like the biggest like rush like that that like one that. to two minutes is like the most like crazy one to two minutes of your life is from what from what i've heard Jeez. yeah <laughs> sign me up i'm yeah. down yeah I mean, <laughs> how they do the tags is kind of annoying though it's a lottery system and you have to pay and they say like you're more likely to get struck by lightning <laughs> there's <laughs> about uh, two thousand yeah, around there tags like yeah. uh, in the whole state yeah, yeah and, and if you don't get it, you, you're out that. I think it's $200 And per I think tag, everyone so. gets oh, three, yeah. right? I'm good with that. The people bro. who get yeah. one get three, I think. I, I'm not sure how many they, they award if you win a lottery, but. I think it varies by year. Yeah, I think possibly. last year it was three. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I don't know. So just state-approved gambling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, $200 and the likely chance that you're getting it is like the lottery. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Maybe that's what they need to do for the lagoon. What? Hear me out. Instead of the tax, they open up a lottery on manatee hunting. Mm. Imagine you're like out with your. I just kids. solved Imagine the lagoon's this. problem. <laughs> oh, I want to lay. I want to lay a scenario. You rent a boat, a pontoon boat from Riverside. You have all your kids on the boat. <laughs> With with a life vest on, and, and then stuff. you see me out there in a loincloth <laughs> with a fucking spear, just getting after it on some <laughs> on a manatee, dude. Oh yeah, that's not gonna work. That's not gonna work. Uh, that would be <laughs> there's blood in the water. Sick. Nick, That'd be so. Nick covered in blood and a spear. Yeah. Children's scarred for life. That's not gonna happen. Although it may be productive. Welcome to Florida, baby. Yeah. Yeah, right. You're some out of town family, like visiting Florida for the first time. On a pontoon boat. Yeah, you your know, kids, just... and you're seeing the dolphins pan over to Nick. <laughs> Nothing but a tomahawk and a spear. Yeah. Destroying a manatee. Yeah. They look back over, the dolphins are raping each other. 
This is Florida. <laughs> That's what happens. They look back over. I'm wearing the manatee. I've cut him open, gutted him, and I have him. His carcass is like you'd pack out an elk or something or like a deer. I'm just like, I'm wearing this manatee walking out of the flats. Like, you come and fuck with my grass. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think the people in Grand Harbor are going to love that. Oh, East Gifford? (laughs) Yeah. A lot of manatees down there. (laughs) You like that, East Gifford? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. When I was doing construction, that's what we. We used to call that. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, they didn't, you know, they didn't find it too funny. No, I'm I sure. wouldn't think that they no. would. Which uh, is really weird because I think it's fine. Yeah, it's I mean, shit, whatever. That's the place. You need something again? Yeah, the bottle. All right. So, next topic. Next topic. Do we want to go into GMO mosquitoes right off the bat, or talk about uh, Mister You Can't See Me, John Cena? Oh Ooh. my god! I think that'd be kind of cool. Just a little. To chat about him, a little quick John Cena talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> what he did? What? So I, I said fuck that guy, but I can't even I exactly honestly, remember. Didn't he? I didn't come even out? hear his apology. I didn't hear any of it. I just oh, heard he, like, the tweets from people miss... who were like upset about it. And yeah, he called Taiwan. What did he, he do? Called Taiwan a country. Yeah, and then he had to apologize for it in Mandarin. It did. <laughs> I think I think he did an apology in English and Mandarin. Oh my god! So wait, it he, wasn't translated. He like learned how to do this apology. He already knows. I he, hope it's dubbed. He works for them. <laughs> <laughs> I know. When I heard that the first time, I'm like, this. He doesn't really know Mandarin. He read that off the script. Yeah, He's no. Like, Ni hao. That's what I never understood when they, you know, the celebrity. Really, when anybody does that kind of dumb shit, it's like, well. You're not fooling anybody. Nobody, like, we, everybody knows you can't, like, what are you doing trying to? Yeah. I mean, I get, I guess it's a nice sentiment if, you know, that's what you're trying to do. So but what he's trying to do is cover his ass. Yeah, he's trying to <laughs> pander. Well, he, he wants yeah. to make sure Fast 9 or whatever is still in China when it comes out. Exactly. Oh, yeah. He's trying to make his money off his movie. It, yeah. Fast 3000. Yep. Which, I mean, I guess it, it's a kind of a weird thing we've seen pop up over the last couple of years. Where, obviously, China in itself is a huge new money pit for U.S. companies. Because, mm-hmm. obviously, people, you know, if you're a U.S. company, your market's in the U.S. Typically, you know, you'll reach to a point to where either you increase prices, increase the amount of product you have, or you get to a new market. Mm-hmm. So, for a lot of companies now, China's that new market. Because yep. they're humongous and they can kind of rival us in some sense yeah. when it comes to people who spend. Yep. So a lot of movies now, you know, they'll put, you know, Hong Kong in a lot of their movies, like scenes. Yeah. You know, they'll take trips over to China for no reason. or Rush Hour. Yeah. Oh, so good. But <laughs> they'll do that now. So now China is allowing these movies because it's all state ran. Yeah. It has to go through the state. They approve the movies that go there. You know, that's pretty normal, right, guys? And then – uh so if the movie gets approved, and then what will happen is if anybody, according to that, oh nice, hold on, a little the, ice break. We'll, this we'll woman is yeah. absolutely unreal. My wife is the best. I was just thinking, yeah. man, I really <laughs> could use another cube, and then here comes Emily with a yeah. cam handcrafted <laughs> fucking popcorn bowl full of cubes. <laughs> cam handcrafted like a whole <laughs> bowl of how many, ice cubes. How many so we cubes do you think out. you made Dude, in there? I, there? There was probably about. Yeah, it's like forty. Like, yeah, I got obsessed with it. I don't know. It's and like, these are—they're not small cubes. They're like an inch and a half in all yeah. dimensions. Yeah, they're like solid cubes. cubes. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't <laughs> know. I got obsessed with doing it. 
I was like, yeah, it's a lot. I, gotta, like, I, it's I literally brush my teeth and then go make ice cubes. <laughs> hey, well, you know what? We appreciate you for it. Yeah, I, I want you me. guys to be covered. I want you guys to have a cold drink. You know, I mean, you know, Love it. what am I going to do? I'm here for you guys. <laughs> we're going to get shit faced off of bourbon. That's what, we're, yeah. that's what <laughs> you're going to do. But yeah, so, so yeah, so now that China's a big market, obviously, China will dictate what goes in and goes out. So now when companies or people attached to companies does something that China doesn't like, they have to save their ass and mm. apologize, which is what happened with John Cena. Yeah, we've seen it a lot in the NBA too. Um, they, yeah. they, uh, you know, a lot of the people who you know they felt like they were doing the right thing because they believe in um, democracy. I guess that's probably what they would say. Uh, and uh, so they see Hong Kong as you know an entity that deserves its independence and things like that. And they, you know, came out with a free hong kong protest and the nba oh, shut that down very they backpedaled quickly. on that real fast <clears throat> yeah. it's like what i think almost immediately china shut like any type of nba broadcast over there and immediately was banned to uh have any sort of hong kong pro hong kong uh yeah but you could put you know i love the ccp on your jersey and you'd be good to go i would imagine <laughs> I'm sure. although nobody's done that yet surprisingly soon <laughs> yeah. soon young padawan so, they don't want to be that uh, transparent. <laughs> but I guess from like a, a liberty point of view, for me personally, I don't really care what people say. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if he wants to apologize, that's cool. Mm-hmm. It's just more of a thing where it's just kind of like interesting to see how China has an effect on American companies, I guess. Which in itself is part of a market, I guess. I don't know. It, it just It's definitely this multi-layered issue. Not even issue, but situation that's been going on. And... You know, interesting to see where it goes from here. Yeah, it, what's interesting, a lot of people don't understand how China works. When a company wants to open an office in China, they actually have to have a division within their company right. that, yeah, that people from the CCP advise. They, yeah, they are now like board members of this division in the com- in the so, company and they have a direct say in how that company operates because that's how a, you know a communist mm. system works Jeez. Yeah, so, so for example facebook in china is different than facebook in the u.s it's a, it's a totally different same, system same with because Disney. they have to factor right. in certain um certain uh censorships and cer- certain right. things that and also controls that for the chinese government because they can control certain aspects on facebook yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, the, that's just one example. But every right. company has their own spin on it. Yeah. Right. And what's interesting, what's interesting though, is you know, while that might not seem like it uh, would affect us, it does because think about how many companies exist in America that also have you know campuses or headquarters in China. Yeah. And yeah. The other thing is China has just the advantage of the sheer number of consumers that they can provide. Right. And so these companies end up. You know, being polarized in favor of the Chinese market because that's more important. It's a bigger, to them it's a bigger it's market, bigger. right? Yeah, right. But I heard, that, I've heard the same thing with Disney. Like mm-hmm. Disney has its own Chinese government, you know, section or whatever, and they had a lot of influence of like what Disney did in China. You know, but did they have to get rid of Winnie the Pooh? Oh lord. <laughs> Is that Disney? I I like to think Wait, it is, what? right? Isn't Winnie the Pooh Disney? Um, I feel like it is. I feel like I took a picture with Winnie at Disney World. Let's just say he is, if he's not. Winnie, 
Without is he? I don't know. Hundred Acre Woods. Yeah, that's in Disney, isn't it? Hundred Acre yeah, Woods. Yeah, they just did a movie, right, with Ewan McGregor. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. So that's Disney. That was creepy. I don't really pay attention to Wasn't Disney. Wasn't it like a live Winnie the Pooh? Yeah. Wasn't Winnie, yeah, yeah, or Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, I cried to it, but whatever. I didn't see it, so I don't know. That's I just touching. called it creepy. I've never seen it. <laughs> I mean, it would be creepy if you saw a manifestation of a teddy you know, bear walking yeah, around. Like in real life. Yeah. You know what I think would be helpful Lord. for this podcast? Is a catheter. So that we could just like pee and go to the bathroom and continue work. You got to go to the bathroom? We'll <laughs> no, take no, a quick no. break no, and no, jump no. to one of our sponsors if you need to. Oh, yeah, that's what we got. All right, cool. We'll do that. Are you tired of feeling helpless and unable to defend yourself? Does the thought of taking responsibility for your safety and the safety of your family make your skin crawl? Now, introducing the Shun Gun. This device looks exactly like a real gun, but without any of the responsibilities associated with owning a real gun. This thing looks so real that the mere sight of it will have any intruder shaking in their boots. But there's more. One pull of the trigger on the Shun Gun will deploy one of your elite Delta Sniper Navy SEAL Rangers to your home in an average time of only 8.5 minutes. So if you want the feeling of security only a short drive away from you, but you're worried that you're too stupid to keep an actual gun in your home, the Shun Gun is just right for you. I guess we're going to move on to GMO Mosquitoes. Yeah. You guys ready for that? Sounds good. Yeah, I'm so ready for GMO mosquitoes, <laughs> dude. The big, yeah, this is this one's we this one's kind of creepy, huh? I don't know a little bit. I think you guys should talk about it. I, I think I might have a different opinion. Okay. Slash, not, not that different, just maybe like different viewpoint. Well, you, so. you you've kind of adopted the uh, the uh, the role of kind of introducing the topic. So okay, introduce the basis of what it is we're discussing. Yeah. So if you don't know, if you don't live in Florida, or if you do live in Florida, you obviously do know. Mosquitoes are a huge deal. Um, most towns, municipalities, have a uh, mosquito division that ha- you know are mainly there's they're there to kill mosquitoes year out, um, usually through uh, insecticides. Um, and what's going on in the Keys, and it's probably going to be happening more and more wherever that's being done at, is uh, mosquitoes are adapting to it, so they're not dying as much as they used to. So, a town. Uh, in the keys, I can't remember correctly if it was a town or it was just the general keys. I think area. it was the general keys, right? But but they did mention Marathon, like it was like the. That oh, might be so where they released it. Yeah, I, or maybe like the mayor or something. I, I yeah, put it in the order quite read. The keys are weird. I don't know how the keys work. We live in Florida. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're it's basically like a foreign country. But yeah, it feels like it when you're there. <laughs> yeah, honestly. So they they reached out to this this UK uh, bio group. Mm-hmm. Who are who have done, you know, for lack of a better term, GMO insects before, and they've actually done the mosquitoes in different countries as well already. They've done it in Brazil, Malaysia, and maybe one more. Um, so what they're trying to do is they introduce this gen- genetically modified male mosquito. I forget the name of the actual mosquito it's called, but it's uh, an acronym. Yeah, for it's like X N E something. But yeah. the male mosquitoes. They don't uh, attack, like bite people, so they get their nutrients from nectar of plants. Wow, uh, that I did not know. Yeah. So what happens is these males now they're genetically modified. So when they reproduce with a female, and the females are the ones who actually bite people and draw blood, um, their offspring are born without a certain protein. So what happens when the the you know baby mosquito 
starts developing without that protein, it dies very early. So the idea is as it procreates, the it will not procreate as much or the the procreated uh the offspring will offspring die will die off. So it'll be less females. And the, fem- and the females are the ones that bite. Correct. And they again they're do- doing this because female mosquitoes <laughs> can pass diseases. Yeah. Um uh, like the Zika virus and a couple other ones. Right. Uh so again, what it's been done in Brazil, because they probably don't have a very developed area that has a lot of insecticide. Malaysia probably is very similar. And supposedly they've done it there and it's they've had a ninety percent decrease in female mosquitoes <laughs> of that type. But at the end of the day, it's still one big ass experiment. Correct. Um, that's true. So I mean, you guys could go into that, and then I'll like bring just from my viewpoint, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so the um, yeah. I mean the um, the, in the article that I read, they you know pretty much just blatantly said that this is experimental. It's not uh, you know approved by any sort of. Like you know, much like the COVID vaccine, it's not, not <laughs> approved that, by Chris. any uh, like government entities or anything. This is ex- experimental, like cure to the problem, and uh, it's it's one of those things where the local populations they don't have a say. It's not like it's not like the COVID vaccine to bring it back to that, where you know you have a choice whether you want to take it or not. Uh, this is. It's something that's happening in your community, and you don't have a choice. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it could – who knows? Maybe it, it could be beneficial. But uh, the fact that it's experimental is definitely, uh, you know, concerning uh, because, you know, they're claiming 90% effectiveness. You know, what yeah. does that mean? Well, yeah, exactly. What, um, you know, what, what are they using to gauge that effectiveness? I guess the decline in – the female, yeah, right. Female so population. I guess, okay. So I read. <clears throat> excuse me. Wow. Uh, I'm, I'm, you okay? I'm 60 and hitting puberty. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I. So I read an article from Huffington Post. Anyway, Cam gets on. He's like, "Wait, I read a different article." <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 uh, yeah. I. No, I, I read in addition to the article that we extracurricular reading yeah yeah wow. trying to go above here <laughs> but uh but i read a i read an article from huffington post and i'm probably gonna botch this because the article was like the size of the bible so i was like i got halfway through it and i was like oh god but anyways i tried okay good <laughs> but um, good effort. but the the, the, the point the, the one of the things in, in the article that they mentioned was talking about the fact that when they genetically modify these mosquitoes that when you, God, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a hard time with this. But when they modify the mosquito, it doesn't always it doesn't always it doesn't always uh, it, the mutations don't always end up where they think they're gonna end up. Right. Right. It's so like they a always kind of a random assortment. It's a little bit. It's a little bit random. So a lot of times they end up with like a uh, a a mutation that's a, like a like a like a really negative like a, like almost like a disease or like an infection or something like that it's not it's not they can't pinpoint the mutation right so they're you're mutating them to say okay well when the male mosquito um whatever mates, mates with, with the, the female, female mosquito this happens so that's the ultimate goal but it can't be like exact right yeah. when they when they do that and so there's like some leeway whether or not the mosquito it's not 100%. It's experimental. 
I was, gonna, I, I was waiting for you to finish so I could yeah. be like, wait, so it's experimental? Yeah, yeah. So, no, but so I just went into detail on exactly right. what that what that actually means, right? right, right? right. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I forgot my point there other than the fact that, yeah, it's experimental. Yeah, I guess I guess my, uh, my biggest uh, concern with this is none of us really ha- – it seems like none of us really have a say with this. You know what I mean? Like it's going to affect everybody. Yeah. But n- – no one really has a say, right? Because well, yeah. Bookie, I feel like has a say. You got a say? No, no, no. That's, no, no. no, you can have it. No, I'm saying. Oh, as, yo, as, as far as like a as vote. far as yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. if this is going to yeah. implement it or not. No, like it's, it's going to affect gonna the, implement it the science the is settled, yo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like that's like a. And it's obviously like a point that I agree with because obviously being liberty minded, I would like to have some sort of, I guess in a general sense, the ability to be like, I don't want this. This is where like. I think most liberty-minded people or libertarians, we have to come to like a really not weird place, but kind of like it's, it's a lot of like talking through to get the point to like these are things that not necessarily have to happen, but can be very beneficial to us, but do have do have a possibility of a downside, um, you know, and they you know what it comes down to is is this going to be negative? Right now, it seems like it won't be. Mm-hmm. Um, and coming from, I don't have a background in science at all, but I, I've known, you know, a decently smart man, you know, and you can go ahead and just say it's me. Oh uh, yeah, I, was, I thought you were talking about me. Yeah, yeah, it's one of you guys. <laughs> you guys can figure out who it is. But talking to him and you know people he knew and other scientists he knew, when it comes to like calling out bullshit with scientists, it's going to be other scientists who are going to call it bullshit very fast. Right. Um. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole peer review thing is actually a pretty good, you know, yeah. system System they have. And it works when it's not being, you know, manipulated, manipulated by the colleges. But uh, so, like, that's one area where I'm like, I'm pretty, you know, and it, again, it's me kind of giving away a little bit of like, OK, I'll let you guys, you know, you guys know more than I know do, more so than I do. Right. And you're like, you'll like regulate yourself in a sense where like if this guy's be like, oh, I would have fucking put some genomes in this mosquito and they're like hey uh no fuck you're not because it's gonna turn the, the frogs gay yeah. <laughs> but um frogs gay. so that is one thing where like i do have like a sense of like you know relief but it is true it's like we don't really have a say and if it does affect the ecosystem you, you know with us or globally it's gonna suck and uh, coming back to it the only way we can fix that and you know in a sense fix quotations is legally right mm-hmm. um you know we are gonna have to get you know, compensate that somehow, hopefully, you know, unfortunately, a lot of times government. Oh, I hate d- relying on the courts. Yeah. Does worm its way out of those ways somehow. Um, you know, figure that one out. The other thing that, like, uh, you know, even if we did have a say in this. It's too late. How, m- for how many people know anything about mosquito control? Yeah. Um, so what what good does it do us if, if uh, it you does know, as a, a, as a populace, we get to vote? on how we're going to control mosquitoes Correct. when we don't know what the hell we're talking about about controlling mosquitoes <laughs> you know well, that in the um, fact that so like, i guess that's why we have the uh, the mosquito control elected representatives sure uh, which is a, kind of a really really cool thing here in florida i the first time i went to vote here and i was like just you know looking looking through half as the typical voter does, you know, you know that the first three people on the ballot and then, like, 
the last positions, you're just like, uh, I didn't even know I was voting for these. <laughs> yeah. What and then I, I, saw mos- <laughs> I saw Mosquito Control, uh, you know, whatever his name is, Mosquito Control Manager or whatever his name is. And you're like, what in tarnation? just like, wait, we, we vote on this? <laughs> <laughs> what you go to like, I like this guy's name better yeah, <laughs> yeah that's kind of what it, it. this it guy has a nickname i'm going with him <laughs> yeah no it basically comes down to i like the democrat mosquito controller or i like the republican <laughs> mosquito <Yeah>. controller <laughs> like that's basically what it comes out to uh not to get off topic can you guys hear me yeah yeah yeah, yeah okay i, I, yeah, don't, I, can hear I don't know why my my voice cut out in my mic so i don't know i'm not gonna fuck with anything no you should be good here but uh yeah so i guess going back is like so i i kind of have that relief for like that regulation within their own environment in their own society is pretty well established and two you know there's always bad apples in every group right so like when it comes to like the vaccine which we can get into like a later episode you know there's probably some shenanigans not necessarily like where it's, they're trying to kill us or anything like that not saying that at all but like there to is make money there is compensation where it's a, you know a factor whereas you know reading through with this company obviously they're being compensated but a lot of those scientists, you know, at least on the ground floor there doing a lot of that work, they just fucking love fucking with shit, right? And they probably deep down really do want to fucking make sure people in wherever don't get Zika virus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So it's one of those things where it, I, I kind of believe that in a sense. And they're probably, with a lot of science stuff, I feel like they're not really good with HR. So, mm-hmm. like, they'll say shit and people are like, that's really fucking blunt, dude. I don't trust you. <laughs> Makes sense, right? Yeah. But, like. They're probably studying this a lot, you know, we've done it in a couple of areas where they've gone back and they have found where there's a variant where I forget which country it was, but they weren't passing on the gene correctly. So they weren't killing the females completely or, you know, any of the offspring. So now they're watching that, seeing what's happening. And they've put in place area uh, ways they can find those mosquitoes. So under certain light, they glow. Yeah. So there's a way to track that. You track which mosquitoes are modified. Which Correct. Aren't. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the mo- obviously the modified one is going to be the one that glows. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Correct. So then you can uh, collect them and study them and see if the um, if they're you know behaving as they should, where the females aren't uh, surviving past a certain age. Yeah, exactly. So they can see what's going on. Um, yeah. So it's just one of those things where you know, unfortunately, we kind of have to give give up the hands on the wheel and say, all right, yeah, let the geniuses figure out what's going on, and hopefully if things get fucked up either on purpose or not, we can get compensated, you know, if we are harmed via the route that's available to us, um, which is the law, unfortunately, which sometimes, you know, fucks us over pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah, so I generally agree with what you're saying, but, like, once you do that, there's no going back. I mean, it's not like they can, like, no, round harvest up all the glowing mosquitoes. And it's like, right. it's like Undo once it's it. done, it's done. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's, like, mosquitoes everywhere. I feel like there was an no apocalyptic dude. movie that started out this same exact <laughs> yeah. way, too. No, I mean, th- this could be the way we get the T-virus and zombies start coming about. Yeah, it yeah. seems reasonable. I'm getting ready for it. I was pretty hopeful when Corona started kind of yeah. poking its head out. Zombies. I was like, this is going to be it, guys. This is it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't But, I mean... It, it, you know, it comes from a place where they obviously, you know, if in 10 years or sooner, mosquito control can't handle mosquitoes, like, just from, like, my own sample size in my own yard, you know, which is, again, my own viewpoint, you know, doing the same, not the same insecticide on my yawn, on my, my lawn, 
sorry. But uh, my yawn. <laughs> I'm definitely noticing, you know, I change it up. You know, I use the correct amount. There's definitely more mosquitoes faster. Or, air, you know, bugs via air. You know, ground bugs, they get fucked, which mm, is great. Yeah, get but wrecked. But it does seem mosquitoes and other airborne insects are being, becoming more resilient towards what is putting put out there, which obviously is up to the companies to figure out other ways to do it too with their insecticide. But this is a great opportunity to figure out if, hey, you know, if it saves someone flying over your house with insecticide five times a month. I don't know. I kind of like watching that um, guy. No, that he, he makes some pretty sweet noises. That guy is fucking a <laughs> he, lunatic, man. He will rip right over a house, like, five feet over the house and just, oh. like, turn sideways through, yeah. like, two oh, pine like, trees. That he's guy insane. is serious. We've seen him today pulling a, uh, a, a little banner on the beach. Yeah. All right. So, so a guy. So compass is in For yeah. those who don't know, yeah. around here, there's a guy who flies around in this little yellow uh, plane. Like a crop dusting plane, it looks yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. And he uh, he's the mosquito control guy, and he he uh, yeah he's very ballsy with that thing. It's uh, it's yeah. amazing. I'm assuming there's I've one heard in he's every... a ex Vietnam pilot from uh, some uh, you know people on construction sites that I've worked with, and uh, yeah, no, that makes total sense. I believe it just to believe it. <laughs> yeah, but if, yeah, if you don't live in Florida, I'm assuming there's one in every Florida area. It's just a no, not not like ours. Yeah. No, our, our, guys, guys, our guys special. Yeah, yeah. I love their memes where it's like the uh, blue angels, and he's like, you know, in there with them. <laughs> oh, yeah. you see the meme like that? Yeah, it's, it's, it sounds like someone's dive bombing your house at noon. <laughs> yeah, I'm, he kind of is. Yeah. Like, let's be real, he kind of is. I mean, it's <laughs> only if you live on the beach, though. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't it's, come mainland. So I, I know people who are like working like dispatch and stuff, and they get calls. Oh, I can imagine all the time because they're like. This guy, he's gonna crash and all this stuff, and they're like all paranoid. And yeah, stuff because this guy is literally a lunatic. Yeah, I've, like, I've no, literally this guy's killed seen a him. lot of Japanese <laughs> air and airplanes. I've literally seen him turn his plane like sideways and cut through two trees. Like I've oh, seen for that. Sure. That yeah. is awesome. Oh, <laughs> when I was still doing construction, we were working over in um, one of the, uh, Sea Oaks, I think. In the you know they have yeah, kind of taller um, condo buildings. Yeah. And sometimes when we were working on like the the top, you know, the top floor condos. Right. I swear to God, he was only maybe a ma- like max 100 feet at, uh, off the yeah. top of these roofs. And no, I'm like, insane. he was trying yeah. to he was trying to teabag you pretty much. <laughs> yeah, basically. Oh, uh, one of the things that I read in one of the articles about the uh, mosquitoes is that the females. Um, so if they do survive, uh, they're supposedly they're they have um tetracycline uh antibacterial uh antibi- uh antibiotic um they're mm-hmm. like treated with that some somehow they have tetracycline in their system and so it one of the concerns is uh that it could co- lead to um you know adaptation it, of it humans it can pass on to humans correct yeah, yeah where humans become ad- adapted to antibiotics which was a huge problem uh, oh yeah nowadays. yeah with food with food already right there's a lot yeah. of well it's just a huge problem because people take antibiotics for stuff maybe they don't need it for and uh, you know as the generations go on we we become more and more resilient to it and eventually it's going to be Useless, which uh, <laughs> well, is yeah, not good. I mean, we've been seeing that same because issue that's a huge it. advancement in human history. <laughs> is, yeah, with uh, the same stuff like in our food. A lot of the antibiotics that they pump yes. into the cattle and chickens, yeah. and it's a big problem. Yeah, it nowadays. is. So if that happens, we didn't have a say, anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's also a really good point. Yes, yeah. yeah. I ate it voluntarily, and I yeah. I didn't do my research. I didn't go to the farm and see what the farmer was doing to the cow. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
man. That sounded like he was banging the cow or something. I, yeah. I, I, I what, is he, what are you doing to them cows? <laughs> I might as well be banging them than beating them around the head a few times before he or puts Or pumping the... them with antibiotics. <laughs> I don't mind that. <laughs> Still better than banging them, I guess. Yeah, yeah I had a, a buddy who was a diehard meat eater kind of dude. And he did a... Um, he owns a roofing company, and he did a job in... I can't remember where the hell it was, but they did a roof on a slaughterhouse, and he's been vegan ever since. He was like, I, I can't I can't do it. I can't... After yeah. seeing what they do, he's like, I can't do it. Yeah, I mean, you gotta output so much meat. Yeah. I mean, just think of That's the people who, like... Who, like... Even if they're, like, mentally... Not, men, not that they're mentally unwell, but, like, they're, like, typical people going in that job. You're killing something... X amount of times That's a day. Gotta fuck with your yeah. It has to. It has to. You can't look at that thing as a as a living being anymore, right? Mm. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's tough. I mean, that just comes down to un- the unfortunate circumstance of having such a huge population. <laughs> we have to yeah. feed our feed well, shit. People. Not not to get too off topic here, but have you seen the new uh, the new findings with this vaccine? Is it's like targeting women's ovarian something with their ovaries? No, and there, there's obviously there's no nothing like conclusive yet, but there's a lot of like instances of like women becoming infertile from it, mm-hmm. which would follow the the conspiracy. The conspiracy. Yeah, they're the trying to Bill Gates. Thing. Yeah, the Bill, Son of Bill a Gates bitch. is trying to hey Bill. sterilize the fucking. Did we talk about this last <laughs> podcast? How uh, he got kicked out of Kenya? Did we talk about that? Yeah, we, I, I think we might have brought it up. We may have. I remember we talked about. It. I don't think it was. Yeah. I don't think it was, think on, it was podcast, on air though. Yeah, 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 but that's a good point because well, got, a lot of people don't know that. Got kicked out of Kenya in his own house. But yeah, continue. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently he, he the divorce was all a result of his involvement with Epstein. Yeah. Because oh, you you won't find that on the internet. Be kind of weird about my husband, fucking little girls too. Yeah. Well, allegedly, even if I allegedly, saw, yeah. If I well, that the thing was she just saw you know his name on the flight logs. Right, which, but like. Fifty what times, are you doing <laughs> yeah, a couple, a couple hundred times or whatever. The craziest yeah, part about man. that whole thing is that's tricky. Yeah, you have like, uh, Jill, Bi- is it Jill Biden? Isn't that Biden's wife? Doctor Jill? Jill Biden. Right. That's that's <laughs> yeah. But that's who it is, right? Jill Biden. <laughs> yeah. She runs a lot of like anti-human trafficking and child abuse things, mm-hmm. and she's on. A recording after they caught Epstein there, and she's basically admitting that we all knew he was doing this. That was, and uh, it's like that's your fucking job. You're like a that was Cheney's wife. You're right. You're right. You're right. I stand corrected, but still, it's like everybody knew this was happening and nobody said anything. It's almost like the Harvey Weinstein Mm -hmm. thing, but in the political (laughs) arena. Or it's insane. No, no, no. Sorry, it was uh, McCain's wife. Yes. Yeah. Yep. It was McCain. We have so many. Political families, yeah, it's crazy. yeah, a whole bunch of dirtbags. Political dynasties. It's hard to keep track of the. Dirt but we bags. don't have kings and queens anymore. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. It's not what we have at all. <laughs> uh, we just have people with a lot of money, and the places of power, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? But they nothing go, like kings. But no. they go into government positions only making so much and come out with millions yeah. of dollars. And they, in that they don't make any of that money until they get out of office, so then it's safe to make all that yeah. money. So. How does that happen? Yeah. <laughs> They go and give a speech, and then they get paid, like, a couple tens of millions of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. money all suddenly appear, appears, com- right? to, From companies that they uh, enacted policies that helped while they were in office. Right. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Right. <laughs> right. Right. 
Uh, nothing. nothing. Right. Boys, this bourbon's going down a little too easy tonight. Yeah. No, this is... No, uh, these ice cubes are making it go down like water. Yeah. yeah. Look, I... Uh, <laughs> Smooth. I enjoy making ice cubes. <laughs> That's my thing. <laughs> uh, there's got to be a market for that, right? There's got to be. And I enjoy drinking them. Yeah. I'm going to have to buy a new freezer. Just for the ice cubes. We can pitch in. Your freezer. <laughs> we can pitch in. Put it out here in the If porch. any local <laughs> companies want to sponsor us for a fridge... Mmm... <laughs> <laughs> Any ice cube companies out there? Yeah, we've got a couple, couple, couple legit sponsors coming in. Yeah, that's okay. one episode. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, sponsors in the fact that they give well, us. Stuff. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they give us stuff to get more drunk. It's yeah, gonna be I think really Chumi Brown still has a couple spots left <laughs> for yeah. ad reads, but yeah, yeah, yeah. they're getting kind of weird. They're getting yeah. kind of weird. Chumi Brown. Yeah, they're they they were like really hounding me and Chris this weekend because we were you know. Yeah, going to the beach a lot and stuff. They really wanted us to. They're like, "Hey, you, uh, you chewing, yeah. chewing some gum out there? You chewing that chewy brown blue raz?" <laughs> yeah, they sent me fifty boxes. I'm like, I can't eat this much gum. I don't know what you want me to do with this. <laughs> yeah, it's like, how brown do you want me to get? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Oh man, God. Well, what else is going on in the world or just with us? What else do we have to cover? We have anything else to cover? Man, I'll be completely honest with you guys. I don't know what happened this last weekend, but I feel like it flew by. So I didn't really educate myself on any of these topics. So everything I've given has been kind of a hot take. (laughs) I'm just here to drink bourbon and shit talk. No, that's fine. Talk shit. So No, I I mean, just to circle back real fast to the GMO mosquitoes. Yeah, let's get back to that. I think it'll be interesting to see, you know, what happens. No, I'm hoping for the best that it does... You know. So you're you're a little more open minded to this idea, yeah. Than, than yeah, I, I, you're a big GMO guy, then. I am. <laughs> I, I, I am actually. So, right. but <laughs> he always been. He's like, yeah, I'm a big fan of Monsanto. Yeah, <laughs> hey, dude, they keep the freaking the weeds out of my yard. Respect. <laughs> a fair point. I, I mean, fair if point. the trade is cancer, it's worth it, right? Yeah. I, 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 I don't shit. Drink. Everything gives you cancer. I don't drink morning. it like the mice did in that study. So, but yeah. uh. <laughs> But no, hey, like, you will because the runoff, bro. The runoff. I know. Yeah. It's gotten into the lagoon. Swinging, Get my triple osmosis. Yeah. Filter. Swimming that Monsanto goodness. Monsanto jungle juice. <laughs> no, hey, it's but, funny that like like Pfizer is the Monsanto of vaccines, and everyone's like all amped up to take this oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man. Don't want to kill your grandmas. <laughs> all right, what? You no, have something a... to say about mosquitoes? No, I, th- I, just, I think we're just going to end on like the fact that like. I think we're all on the point where, like, yeah, we kind of wish it a little more say because it might affect us. Hopefully, if it does affect us, it can be, you know, come about in a way that we all get, you know, well, they get what now it's coming to them. I'm trying to think of a word, but it's like it gets put out in the way where it's still very visible what they're doing. Hopefully, that's they continue with that. Mm. Right. Very transparent. Very transparent. Yeah. Um, they was, that the, was that the word yeah. you were looking for? Yeah, <laughs> picking this this this. Uh, Don't blame it on the bourbon. I'm, yeah, I'm blaming the bourbon. Come on, come on. You know, and hopefully, you know, hopefully it does help us. You know, if dive bombing, if dive bombing owl can just dive bomb for whatever reason, not have to pour pesticides on everybody. Mm-hmm. It's probably a better life. That's a good point. Yeah, I don't love being dive bombed on by Mike. owl. No, I, I don't love being dive bombed on by owl. No, dive bomb owl is still gonna dive bomb us. My taxpayer dollars. Is his name Al or is that just what we've dubbed him? That's just what we're. He's, he's right. Dive Bomb Al. Dive Bomb Al, so, if this offends you, we really don't fucking care. No, Dive Bomb Al, if you want to come <laughs> on like, the podcast, drink, yeah. some, drink some bourbon, smoke some cigars. Yeah. And then hop in your plane, like, right after. Yeah. 
Yeah. Hit us up. I'm Someone sure was te- was that you telling me today that? Oh no, Mike was telling us. Our buddy Mike, we were at the beach today. He was telling us that he knows people who knows him personally, and apparently, like, if you bring him a six pack, he'll take you up for a ride, dude. Episode six. Well, he, made, he made sure to say he's he doesn't drink it while you're up there with him. Yeah. I was like, I kind of want him to though. Like, like if I'm gonna ride with him, if he did, I think yeah. we know he does. If I'm gonna ride with you, let's crush a six pack <laughs> beforehand. Nah, I'm out. You're out on that. Yeah, I'm out. Give me hey, a parachute. Dude. I'm not going with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> We're 100 feet off the ground. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Parachute. Fucking skimming my head against the, the roof of cars. Yeah. yeah. I'm out. I'm dude, out. I'm I'm there for it. Let's go. Let's go, Al. <laughs> I'm not going to make it very far into that yeah. without vomiting all over the back of Al's head. Yeah. Probably yeah. the same. Probably won't be the first vomit he's felt in the back of his head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Respect, Al. A lot of people don't know, uh, the airport, the uh, it, this used to be a really big area for training fighter pilots during World War II. Mm. So there's actually a lot of, um, like, retired pilots that are around here that, like, fought in World War II. Yeah, in general, I think we had a lot of training. Yeah, there's here. a lot of po- – I mean, yeah, we have a flight safety here, so there's well, obviously No, no, I mean, of... just in general, like, during World War II, we had uh, McKee. The, yep. They trained there. The UDT yep. training. Yeah, 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 yeah right. In, yeah, down yep. in Fort Pierce. Yep. Don't fuck with Florida, dude. Yeah. <laughs> The, we invented still, not uh, because of the me, Navy but because SEAL, the fighter they, pilot. The... They still find uh, sea. Uh, what are they called? Sea mines. Yeah, seaward mines. They, yeah. they wash oh, them. Oh, those big then. round things with the spikes on them. Yeah, they got like you know. Yeah, basically, they look like spikes protruding from them, and they're basically like you know, spike if you hit one of those spikes, it it detonates. It impinges into the bomb and uh, yeah, detonates it. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, so they find those here. Yeah, they still because the UDT would train on real live. Oh, bombs. right. Okay, and uh, they yeah they still find them every once in a while. I think they're probably a lot weaker than a like a real mine. I would imagine. Yeah, you know? but um, well, how many decades has passed? I can't. Yeah, imagine and that's they're... the other thing. Yeah, they probably don't really work anymore. <laughs> but just to be safe, dude. Imagine, imagine hitting one of those like <laughs> yeah, unsuspecting. Be That'd be. Yeah. Well, one minute you're just coasting on the the freaking ocean. <laughs> Next, Next minute, minute you're sixty foot in yeah. the air. <laughs> Your center console's flying through the air with you. You're like, yeah, this was a fucking terrible day to take my boat out. <laughs> oh man. Uh, old Fort Pierce. All right. You guys got anything else you want to talk about before we head out? It's pretty fun. Yeah, there you go. Feeling pretty good. Oh shit, we're at an hour and a half. That was a that was a quick. I feel like that was quick. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah. I'm not going to say it was the bourbon's fault, but <laughs> definitely went by nice. Starting a new tradition, we're going to blame the bourbon for yeah. everything. Blame the bourbon. Yeah. Every- blame bourbon. And just to say, everything we say is allegedly for talking <laughs> about people who are public figures. Yeah. And blame it on the bourbon. <laughs> yep. Blame it. Blame it on the bourbon. We bear no responsibility for what is said on this podcast. We yeah. Even though it's our podcast. <laughs> yeah. We uh, blame the government. Yep. <laughs> they made us do it. Yep. If you want to blame anybody... You can blame the bourbon that we drink, and you could sue them. But not the actual company, because we like them. Was it Lazy River? Oh, okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Too late. Yeah, well, there goes uh, there goes that sponsor. They made us do it. <laughs> Lazy River, if you want us to sit, uh, you know, retract, the retract that in uh, Mandarin, we will. <laughs> oh right amount. Gosh. Well, no, they're based out of where are they based out of? Again? I don't care. There's probably Chinese uh, connections Kentucky, there somewhere. Kentucky straight bourbon. Oh, can, is it? Is it? I think actually it's distilled really in Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, look in the back. It is. Uh, you look, sure, bro? Look in the back. I feel like you're bullshitting me flip here. The, flip the bottle around. Lazy River, Kentucky, and straight distilled in Kentucky. Okay, here for yeah. distilled in Kentucky. Oh no no no. Oh. Bottled 
by Distillers Products, Fairfield, California. Oh, uh, well, okay. distilled in Kentucky, bottled yeah. in California. Okay, well. so, so it's like it's Kentucky. That's a nice color. Like Look distilled, at that. like the style, right? That's like yeah. nectar yeah. right there. Yeah. Oh, you know what we didn't use? No. Your uh, you got that shit right? Yeah, the old fashioned mix. Yeah, we'll use it. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Next time. Yeah, next. We'll time. Uh, this is pretty good. I'm we'll kind of sh- glad we didn't. We'll use shout it. out yeah. the additive for next week. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I wanted to taste it. You know, yeah. I don't want any influence. I like yeah. anything extra. So, for those of you that don't know, I think all of us have been drinking all day. So, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. what? So well, you say, haven't been. No, I didn't say that. Yeah. But, <laughs> I'm just saying it's Memorial Day, you know. We'll yeah, before it. we go, I just want to say, you know, happy Memorial Day. For and sure. uh, God bless to everyone who, you know, made the ultimate sacrifice for yeah, this country. Yeah, true. Well put. Um, you know, we might have some, you know, opinions that uh, yeah. folks in the military might might not agree with necessarily. Um, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, we're all in this country together. And uh, we got to... You know, keep her going. Yep. Uh, the sacrifice does not go unnoticed or unappreciated. No. Yeah. Even yeah. from people who absolutely hate war. Yeah. Uh, it's uh it's an honorable, you know, thing to do. But uh, um you just need to ask yourself, you know, why why are we doing it? And uh hopefully we can get to the right answers yeah. on that. They're, front. they're the brave but we're ones. not gonna get into that too yeah. much on Memorial Day. I just want no. to, uh, yeah, 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 for sure, Glad extend our yeah, our good, thank yeah. You appreciate, I appreciate you bringing that up because well said. It's easy to, well, you know, when we hop on here, get the mics on and stuff. It's easier to forget what's going on outside of right. this. So, right, and, and, and you know, I, I'm not, a, I've never been a big fan of like <sighs> the type of libertarian who like wants to like. Put it in your face. There's, there's well, a lot no, of hot bash. takes on Memorial Day. Yeah, um, yeah. They, they use yeah. that as like a, a platform to like. Oh, yeah. Put some like, crazy message out. And yeah. I mean, I, I obviously, we're not. We're not a fan you know, of those unnecessary are, wars, right? Those are the types of people who stood, you know, on the docks waiting for uh, Vietnam vets to come in just to spit on them and call them baby exactly. killers. You know? yep, 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 and yep. that's that's not who we are at that's all. That's garbage. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. no. They're brave. Yeah. Yep. Sure. The pe- the pe- the pe- oh, the people <laughs> waiting on the docks. No, 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 no. I was like, what? The yeah. men and women who've made the <laughs> sacrifice. The people who sent him there are not brave. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, That's who we have a problem with. Yeah, fuck those guys. <laughs> well, if any, unless anybody has any closing remarks or anything they want to no. add, they no? want to take another glass of this and say goodbye. Yeah, I yep. think. Uh, yeah. Hey, hey, let's do a little cheers for the Memorial Day. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Uh, Memorial Day special. To the fallen. All right, guys. Yeah, cheers. I'm leaning in for that one. Cheers, All right, cheers. boys. All right, see you guys. Later. Yeah, thank you guys again for stu- tuning in for episode two. Um, as always, if you guys have anything you know specific that you want us to cover, uh, any whiskey recommendations, cigar recommendations are always welcome. With that being said, peace out, guys.